pet peeve that I have is when someone poo-poos a suggestion or an idea or looks at a process and say it doesn't work and doesn't offer any alternative or solution to what they see as the problem. Well, Joyce and I, uh, we spent a lot of time last week talking about the ineffectiveness of performance appraisals uh, in a traditional sense. And this week we suggest uh, or offer, make an offer for a process that we believe based on our experience uh, that does work. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Hey Joyce. Hey Bob. <laughs> How are you? Oh, talk about raw reversal. I'm 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 fine this morning. Uh, a little bit uh, groggy, and uh, but other than that, uh, I'm fine. I am looking out my window at golden, golden, golden leaves. Oh. I mean, come on, New England winds, right? No, hands down. Uh, I mean, I I grew up in the Midwest and I loved fall there. But man, the leaves were kind of brown. <laughs> yeah, you know, not Maine, that gold and yeah. Maine is the only place that I've ever lived where, when I'm traveling from point A to point B, I will change my course to see where the leaves look best. I used to do that all the time. I know, and I I I was going to go up to our little house in Rangeley, but and I didn't make it, and so I called my neighbor. He said the leaves are done; they're down. <laughs> I I always think that they should go from south to north, and they don't. They go north to south. That's right. And oh. elevation-wise, uh, high to low, uh, meaning early and then later. How dare they fall without me? <laughs> so uh, I was thinking, Bob, <laughs> in fact, Bob and I were talking that we think we embed some pretty good nuggets in our conversations. We're kind of okay with that, but we don't always highlight or reflect back and give ourselves a chance to cover mistakes or to emphasize things. So um, we thought today we would start with following up on the performance appraisal. Ugh. There's just no good words for There's them. No I like words. They're all, they're just so dated words. Yeah, I was a happy at work conversation, <laughs> but um, no, the best I ever came up with, and it's not good, was um, development through conversation. That see to me, that's perfect. Uh, but our conversation-based uh, development. But anyhow, come please let us know what you have. And so we began to riff a little about our former. Uh, conversation and Bob teased out some questions and we're going to mess around with those today. We're for Pete's sakes, we're doing follow-up. Yeah. And I, I do want, before we close out today, I'd like to do a little bit of cleanup so you can think about, you know, we both can think about what are some things from our last episode that, you know, either we didn't uh, express them completely or perhaps we were just flat out wrong. Um, and or... <laughs> said something very cringy. That's where we really haven't followed up. When I've said something later, I go, did I say that? You said it. it. Okay. So I'm going to start out. uh, And these are uh, not in exact order, but I think directionally from a conversation, it's pretty close. Well, Um, can I, can I put an over a structure over that? Please put a structure on it. In that here's where we're coming from. 
we believe that you need to have conversations built into the system over the year. They can be informal in how you run them and with the content, but you know they're there because in everyone is, like I mentioned, the map in the mall, it says you are here. Mm. And it orients. So I'm for regularly count onable conversations. The conversations can be informal, meaning they're not legalistic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. But, but, I mean, and yeah. the other uh, aspect of this, while we have teed up some questions, th these aren't like rote. You must ask every one of these questions exactly the way that they're written. Uh, I think about when I'm interviewing someone and I have interview questions, I always put it in the context of my voice. So um, why I think these are great questions, ultimately a leader's got to make them their own. They have to feel honest and truthful coming out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. So you ready to jump in? Yes. I think we, as, um, once again, there are, yes, let's jump in. Okay. These are questions that we generated after for use at any level in the company. Is that right? Exactly. This, this provokes thought and conversation. Um, so number one, uh, this is the boss. Uh, what do I do as a leader that helps you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what I mean two. about simplicity, <laughs> you, I got great feedback. What's one thing you did well, do you know? Isn't that pathetic that we don't? Well, no, I, I think that one thing that I do is give power to people's voices. You know, uh, that's something that I've been told throughout my career, not by 100% of the people that reported to me, but as mm -hmm. I matured as a leader, that's what I would say is a signature. How about you, Joyce? Ugh. Ugh. Isn't that awful? That's, that's awful to feel that way. I think I brought ideas and energy and set people free. Amen. That's pretty powerful. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me negate myself today. Well, the, the, the beauty, uh, uh, we, we were talking before about doing a 360. In many respects, these conversations are uh, an informal 360 feedback session. Because if you have a conversation with each one of your direct reports and ask the question, what, what do I do as a leader that helps you? That's pretty valuable data, not only for the yeah. individual, but the aggregate. It is. And when I did it, I always got surprised by the negative and the positive. I mean, there was always one nugget that where I was going, oh, I don't come up and say good morning. And they'd say, uh, yeah, I don't care. So let's go to uh, not the negative, but the second question is, what do I do as a leader that gets in your way? For well, me, I changed my mind. It made yeah. it crazy. Or I would be, I would have a loose approach in my mind that I knew I could handle, but it, I didn't always give enough detail to those who were in support. 
Yeah. So using your metaphor of being in the mall and the the sign that says you are here, it's like you're rearranging the mall. So they think they're they're going, where is Joyce in the shoe store again? (laughs) (laughs) You know, if if I look at, um, and once again, this was more early in my career in terms of where uh, I uh, uh, got in people's way, I had, um, I had a bias uh, that I was blind to about um, people that I liked and respected had more of a voice and more of an influence on me than someone that perhaps I didn't respect. And that's the equivalent of a leader saying, you know, I don't want 100% of the people contributing in a way that uh, they feel heard and can make a difference. So that, that selectivity you know, and you can call it teachers pet or playing favorites, but I look back and that I have plenty of cringe moments when I think about that. Uh, here's where I'm stuck. We've got some questions that we use that were really good. And you were saying you will get a 360. Yeah. So we'll come back to those questions, but I do want to say that an easy way to, for you to get information and your team to give one another information is to take a whole day for development conversations. And the way that I did it was to give, there was a structured question of here's what I, here's my, here's my goal for the year. Here's where what you do gets in my way or and what you do that helps me. Anyhow, it was the same questions. Yeah. But the whole team got 20 minutes to speak to each person of the team to gather the data to come back to the large group to say, here's what I learned where about how I can help and support our team. Here's where I want to develop. Here's where I learned that I need some development. And here's what we as a team need. And honest to goodness, you got it done in a day. You didn't have to parse it out over your calendar. You had everybody's uh, relationships strengthened through the conversation. And it was was just a a set of questions. A great one. Now I'll go back to questions was. What do you do that you think I don't recognize? Ah, so I'm, this is the associate speaking. Yeah, or colleague. Yeah, yeah. Or colleague. But, you know, where am I invisible? Yeah. Where, where am I contributing like mad from my point of view, but I think you're not seeing it? That usually opens up a lot. So I'm suggesting at the manager level and above that you try it's a great team building based not on what's your favorite animal, but on real input into how you get the job done. So back to questions. Well, I'm not going to let us go back to questions. This okay. is going to be a three hour podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really reflecting on uh, what you just shared. You know, so often the focus of a performance appraisal, a developmental conversation is the documentation of the conversation, yeah. where yeah. to me, what you described in your day long, the intention is for both leader and team to come out with new information, new 
revelations about how they be going forward. So it's, mm-hmm. it's as much about the impact to you as a leader, as an associate, as it is uh, documenting performance. Right. Okay. Okay. Development dialogue. Uh, development dialogue. So uh, number three, what is one thing that I can do in my role to help you? Oh, I feel like I'm evaluating myself. But yes, that's a good and powerful question. All of these open up good stuff and the can of worms. And uh, and I kept it, I, those when I did group or team dialogues, and I did it with the very top team as well. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I kept it tight, the time structure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if it, if it, depending on the questions and what I thought was in the air, uh, if it, at 20 minutes, I'd blow the whistle, honk the horn, whatever, and people would change dance partners. Well, what I like about, and you said the tight structure, uh, this question is, comes right after what do I do that gets in your way? And you can have a, a good conversation, but then default saying, so what is the one thing? We had to pick one thing that I could do differently. What would that be? And I, I yeah. think that it kind of takes it from a conversation to, um, you know, a conclusion. So number four, <clears throat> looking at the last six months, think of examples when you were fully engaged. What are you doing? Uh, and honestly, if you can't think of any, uh, that's okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, where's where was a moment of peak performance? Yeah, you know what I, I, I as I was reading, I don't like the word engaged. It feels like uh, no, blah, blah, blah. it's an engagement assessment. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. So, um, you know, I like peak experience. Yeah, let's put that in. So, peak experience, and tell me more because you're the one that uh, shared this. How does the conversation unfold if? someone honestly says, you know what? I can't think of a time when yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'd say I'm, I hate to hear that. And I feel some responsibility for that. So what to you would be a peak experience or um, where you're full tilt boogie <laughs> <laughs> and how do we support that? Yeah, I would I would dig in and take that very seriously. Yeah, so I to me I like what you said because it kind of takes a little bit of the ouch out of it, um, and uh, and the ouch is you know boy I must not be performing very at a high level because I can't think of a time and it really says so what's going on here and yeah, and I've never found anybody who didn't. And it's usually during a really bad moment that they've overcome, you know, flood, flood, flooded store, lights out, (laughs) customer going berserk, um, handling big, uh, handling tough moments well. So people don't necessarily want easy living. They want meaningful. For sure. So the the next question is, what for you is a perfect workday? What's going on? What are you doing? That just gives great information. Yeah. And 
who and how you are will matter more than the words you say. I mean, do you want to hear? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's always, that's, you know, it's why I really love that group approach. I'm going to push it. It makes it, we're all doing this. It's all at the same time. You've got a facilitator. It's structured. Um, because one-on-ones interspersed in the day, sometimes your concentration isn't so good, but also, I don't know about other people, but I always came in feeling pretty humble about my own role. Yeah. You know, saying, oh, I could think of things. Oh, and I know two things that helped. I'm really pushing this group thing. Two odd things helped. Um, was to end, to start with a handshake, sure, and to end with a handshake, <clears throat> and end with one sentence saying, "Here's what I appreciated about this conversation." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're having a good, candid conversation all day, and it, it kind of leaves it in a way that uh, everyone can leave kind of feeling fulfilled and complete. So here's the question that you are pushing this group thing in in the context. And I've seen you do them. I've been a part of the group that you've led. They are powerful. When when is the timing or when in the course of the year, in the course of developmental conversations, where does it make sense to take that day? Mid-year. Mid-year? Okay. I think because part of the structure for me of a developmental year is everybody should be clear on their roles and goals before you head into a new year. Yeah. You are here. You are here. And now we start our year and there are bumps and bruises and failures and hurricanes and COVID and blah, blah, blah. So then you need to regroup, whether it's online or however you do it both to get individual feedback but to get your team strengthened in what where they stand with one another what's going on that then you can catch things while there's still a chance to improve and clean out gunk and go forward and so I say mid-year and and um and I also like to have an ending so what did we learn at the end of the year? So I, point of pride. One time we, we took a ballroom and covered it with um, butcher paper and had people, I don't know where I came up with points of pride, but people just filled the wall with points of pride. And it was stunning mm. to be in that room with, I think there are about 150 people. And yeah. Yeah, and then they could go around and circle ones that they thought were so important to the business. So, yeah. So it's not, it's a formal structure with informal conversation. And when things really are not working, you've caught those individually, i.e., you got a problem. You don't wait till the middle of the year to handle it. Those, it's, it's on you. Yeah. So there's, as, as you've said before, even though people aren't always open to it, there's feedback in the moment or shortly thereafter. So I'm going to use a, a somewhat of a painful sports metaphor to your point about doing it in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how some teams, uh, and I'm thinking football season, uh, can play pretty even through halftime. And then 
they go into the locker room and have the conversation similar to your mid-year uh, conversation. And then one team comes out and just takes it, takes the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that happened last night with the Patriots. <gasps> what they, happened? They, they were up, I think, 14-10 at the half. They ended up losing 33-14. Like, with their halftime. <laughs> but at any rate, I, I, I digress. But uh, let's go. No, you don't. Brady's a big baby. Oh, he's such a baby. He's such a baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. Given what you've learned in this role. <laughs> yeah. Let's move forward. What you don't so given what you've learned in this role, essentially what what do you like about it? What don't you like? What is the good next step for you? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, in other words, that gives permission to yeah. think forward and yeah, and also for you, because everybody owns talent development, it gives you the information that you need for succession planning. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you're we're gathered gossiping, well, not gossiping, talking deeply about people. And the person is thinking, well, I'm actually thinking of leaving and starting my own business. <laughs> you know, so... You know, it's funny. Uh, what I love about this question is I think more often than not, people have a tendency to underestimate their capability or don't see beyond the role that they're in. And I have one example where I had this superstar deli manager when I was uh, a VPO at Food Lion, and I just saw her uh, energy and passion and business knowledge and uh, her great leadership. And I essentially told her, I said, you know, have you ever thought about running a store? Have you ever thought about running this store? And it was like, like she looked at me with, like with a glaze. And you know what? 18 months later, she was running the store. And now she's yeah. district manager for Walmart. So that whole notion of this question can really open up people's eyes just in terms of what they uh, and if somebody talented is sitting there in front of you, you say, well, here's what I see. Yeah, that's right. Or, well, here's what I see. I see that this may not be a job fit for you. You do have to take away the fear and you don't take away fear by saying, don't be afraid for Pete's sake. Oh, no. Um, hey, this is an open conversation. You just have to radiate um, that you mean it. You're yeah. on the side of that person. Yeah. We've no got- matter what, whether it's out of the organization or whatever. So, yes, you look bored. Well, I'm no, I'm not bored. What's really hitting me in our, uh, not only the questions, but in our conversation, implicit in this format is that there's a level of respect uh, and trust in the partnership between a boss and their employees. And you can build it through the conversation if you have not had it. Don't wait to have it. Yeah, yeah. This is, you know, co-respect. I had something to say, but it went away. Okay, it'll come back. Lucky you. (laughs) No, it always does. So the next two questions uh, are kind of the closing, conclusion, forward-looking questions. And the first one is, 
Are you clear about what is expected of you in this culture and this job? Mm-hmm. And that's a beginning of the year question. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then the last, uh, a great powerful question is, what kind of support do you need from me going forward? This is the boss talking. And it could be the associate too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think as a boss, I never felt that I'd done a good enough job during the year. So I would hate the going into the conversations. I think there's a lot of avoidance both ways. By the way, I think if nobody, I think Bob, in one of our conversations, you mentioned a common thing you would hear is people saying, I haven't had a performance review in five years. Boy, that's bad practice. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's resistance on both parts yeah. because, you know, it's truth telling. It's got an intimacy to it. It's humble pie, you know, so you do it anyway. Yeah. And, and do it in the darn group. It's not so painful. Uh, even a store manager could go, you know, take their not even a store manager, meaning they could, can even a store manager can have enough flexibility to yeah. do that. Yeah, bring in, bring other people in to run the departments, you know, buddy up with a store. Yeah. And this, I, I don't want to sound preachy. Um, so I apologize if I do. Uh, I've had bosses that really felt this was an unnecessary process, mm-hmm. meaning they felt that they were good at giving feedback in the course of the year, that yep. these kind of uh, stop points to kind of formalize the conversation. You're saying, I, I don't need, it. I'm going to do this for HR. Well, you know what that reminds me of? And you and I both facilitate a lot of groups. So you have a room full of a couple hundred people and you have some sharing going on and you hand someone a, a mic and they say, I don't need this mic, do I? Yeah. <laughs> and, everyone, and everyone in the room yells, yes, you do. Right. <laughs> and so when I think about bosses that say, you know, this formal sit down, you know, I'm great at giving feedback. No, you need to do it. Yeah. And the, the model needs to come from the very top. Oh, for sure. If it because does. If it's modeled, then yeah. And um, in one company where I worked, nobody got their review or any increase till they'd given them. It worked miracles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of resistance to a forced march to do them, but yeah. it works. It it works. How so, else do you enliven your company and set free energy for the work than by clearing out gunk and also letting and praising people? I mean, how else do you you want quote engagement? You want released energy. This is how you build. The, the energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fluffing a packed down pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, you hear where we're coming from, which is. Hey, we, we've uh, said that we were going to come back and put a little more uh, structure and detail and the questions. And so I hope there was some good takeaways today. Joyce, do you have anything else that you want to share before we sign off? The structure is formal. The conversation is informal. Three times a year. What's my job? What am I supposed to be doing? 
How do I then a big conversation on development to release energy of blocked communication, blocked understanding, and a end of the year celebration and specific recognition. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I, I'll close by saying um, what I love about the questions that we came up with, they're all forward leaning. Uh, meaning it's looking to the future and, and looking at how we work together going forward. Even the ones that say, given what's happened in the past, it's implied that what do we need to shift mm -hmm. level set? So mm -hmm. with that, um, till the next time, our work is done here. Yay. I, we care about this. We're passionate about this topic. So let us hear from you. We hope that you took some nuggets away from uh, our conversation today, and I would, uh, I'd suggest that you don't wait necessarily for the next time you do a performance appraisal to begin asking these questions, both within your team as well as people that report to you. So thanks a lot for coming today, and until the next time, be well.